Well then, Jack, episode 8 of season 6. Yes, can't quite believe it, Simon. It's the end of an year, isn't it? It is indeed. It is indeed. It's the first first pandemic season. That's true. Hopefully the, hopefully the last as without, well. Without seeing your smiling face. Exactly. Hopefully it comes through in the audio that I'm smiling right now. <laughs> Are you smiling? Is that a smile? Yeah. Yeah. It's maybe yeah. more of a grimace. So we've had some comments from listeners mm-hmm. after the last podcast episode. Okay. Comments include things like, can I please hear Jack Serbit's piercing? Okay. And also comments include, can I please hear Jack's crisp joke? Mamma mia. <laughs> so right. do you want to... Do you want to... Do you want to tell the crisp joke which I heard last week? I could do that for you if you want, Simon. Is it funny? I've heard it before. It's not funny. It's absolute nonsense. Uh, In my opinion, it's the most... We'll we'll roll with it and see what you think. Okay, listeners, pencils ready. So, right, Si, there was these two crisps, okay, walking down the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And a guy called Simon in his car (laughs) drives up beside the two crisps and rolls down his window and says... (laughs) All right, guys, how's it going? Uh, do, you, do you fancy a lift? And the two crisps, uh, the crisps says to Simon, no, you're okay, sir. <laughs> you're on. okay. No, thanks, we're walkers. Oh, that is <laughs> such a bad joke, on, Jack. You know, get it like, yeah, over, walkers. Over, over 13,000 subscribers. <laughs> Click unsubscribe after Un- that joke. Unsubscribe, unfollow. Okay, let's go. One, two, one, two, three, four. Welcome to the Blackadder's Employment Team Podcast, where you have your very own employment lawyer in your pocket. This podcast is intended for managers and business owners, and aims to keep you on the straight and narrow with your staff. This is our The Law Behind the Headlines season. We take a look at the stories, make the headlines and ask, is this case for real? How did the employer get away with that? And what is the law behind the headlines? As always with season six, this episode has been brought to you by thepodcasthost.com and they are the ultimate how-to podcast resource on the internet. They can help you with anything (laughs) podcast related from planning and launching your show, equipment and editing to growing an audience and they can even help you make money from your show. Check out their free step-by-step guide on how to start your very own podcast and this can be accessed at thepodcasthost.com slash start like that Si, slash start Okay, so let's talk about this case. It's a case of Henderson against Ashgill Care Home. This is a local case, isn't it? This it is, is a case which is in Scotland. Yep. In Lanark. Yep. It is a local case. I think it's the first Scottish one we've discussed on the podcast thus far. Is that right? Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And it involves a care home, an okay. elderly service user care home, residential facility in Glasgow, Lanark. And it concerns an employee named Linda Henderson, who was employed by them since the year 2015 as an activities coordinator at the home. Okay. Miss Henderson required to be registered with the SSSC, the Scottish Social Services Council, regulatory body. Based um, in Dundee. Yeah. In May 2018, Miss Henderson took over responsibility for the Ashgill Twitter page in an effort to draw more attention to their services via social media. Yeah, good. And at that juncture, when she was given this, is that a promotion? 
Is that promotion or demotion? Demotion. <laughs> promotion. I wonder if she got more pay for these additional tasks. I doubt it. In any case, at that time, her manager, Rosemary Jalloh, gave her a copy of the social media policy. So Ashkill had their own social media policy. She said, there you go, uh, Linda Henderson, familiarise yourself with that and make sure that you comply with it in your new job. Good. Then in January 2019, the home manager, Miss Jallo, is that how you said it? Jallo? I think so, sir, yeah. Um, January 2019, she received anonymous text with a screenshot from Miss Henderson's personal Facebook page. Her Facebook page named that she worked at Ashgale Care Home. I see, so a clear link there to the mm-hmm. employment. So employee, Miss Henderson, linked her employment at Ashgale Care Home. And, I mean, we quite often, you quite, it seems to be common that, doesn't it, the social media issues, totally. yet somebody draws it to their employer's attention anonymously, says, look at this bad person here. Is that why you're off Facebook, Jack? Indeed. Is that why so people but, can't say to black eyes, look at Jack's Facebook page. <laughs> it's so rude, so offensive. That is one of the reasons... Okay, so what so happened what the, next? What did, the, what did the post say then, Jack? So basically what happened, two posts I think that the employer was concerned about here. The first one, Alex Salmon, not the fish, there's a typo there. <laughs> did she say, did she say Alex Salmon? Uh, Mr. Salmon um, wants more immigrants, capital letters and hundreds of question marks. <laughs> we can't feed and support our own kind as it is. Get real, we don't need more immigrants, we need apprentices and jobs with decent wages for our own kind. Hmm, okay. So she's posting about Alec Salmon, not Salmon, and the fact that he wants more immigrants. Yeah. So is that a slight to Alec Salmon and the fact that potentially people who are of a different race um, to the UK? Yeah, I think so, yeah. It's a wee bit like on South Park, that scene where the where the guy's on about, he's talking about the immigrants and he keeps going on about how they took our jobs. <laughs> I think that's what she's basically okay. getting at, expressing okay. her opinion. Okay, okay. She also shared a video in her Facebook page um, and she posts the following thing saying, please listen to the whole clip, watch the pictures. The radio guy is so right. Why are the so-called decent Muslims allowing their own kind to cause and create terrorism? The answer is, there are no decent, honest Muslims. They are fanatical bigots, and it's time we stood up to them and tell them, get back to them, get back to your own country. Uh, yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? That is kind of crazy behaviour. It's posting that on Facebook. A lot of capital letters as well. If you don't <laughs> like our laws, then leave. Go back to your own country. It's fairly extreme totally. opinions to be posting. Um, So, naturally, the employer was concerned about that. Um, Ms. Jallow undertook an investigation with Ms. Henderson, who at the time was signed off sick with stress. Uh, So the investigation meeting took place in Ms. Henderson's home. Oh, that's unusual, isn't it? Aye, slightly unusual. She was asked about the social media policy, and her response was, that's the first time I've ever seen that policy. I didn't even know it existed. That's strange, isn't it, given the fact that they're clear, actually, she was given the social media policy when she worked at Ashkill. Exactly. So they, I mean, it, it would make logical sense that if you get promoted to a role, you're in charge of our Twitter <laughs> going forward. Here's the social media policy. It's fairly credible explanation, I think, for the company. Totally. In response to the posts, uh, Miss Henderson said, I might have posted one about Alex Salmond, 
with a D. With a D. Um, but the other post, I did not. Um, I deny it wholeheartedly. So there we go. So she accepts she did one, but Alex Salmond, but yep. the other one about the Muslims. Yep, and and more of that later. But in- interestingly, both of these Facebook posts were actually posted by Ms Henderson in 2014. So remember, she started this job with Ashgill in 2015. So these posts were made in a past life, you could say. Um, they were done before she started working for Ashgill. That's so strange, isn't it? And actually, social media policy included references to past social media posts. So that's kind of, mm-hmm. I suppose, covering the employer's back, saying it doesn't yeah. matter what you're doing now. If we can cover social media posts which are historic, mm-hmm. we can discipline you, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's a very clearly a well thought out and well drafted social media policy, but mm-hmm. also slightly concerning if you're an employee working there. Well, I think like, about your, remember I was saying this morning, your <laughs> Twitter page, which you had before you started your relationship. We're not going to say the, the hash, we're not going to say the handle because people yeah. would look up. But remember, you had this Twitter page which showed lots of Indeed. ridiculous photographs, posts, not racist. Moving on to Mr. Jallo. Okay. So she undertook, after the investigation, she decided there's going to be a disciplinary hearing. Now, we always advise clients, different persons should do each different stage of the process. Yes, follow the ACAS code of practice. Exactly. So because Ms. Jallo did the investigation, she shouldn't really have done the disciplinary hearing. I agree. She I did agree. it in any case. I agree. The other guy who was meant to hear it was too busy. Was that right? That was the reason given. Hear that a lot, don't you? Yeah, too busy for this. <laughs> too busy for Important Twitter. Stuff. Too busy for social media. <laughs> too busy for podcasts. In any case, uh, Miss Henderson again denied having seen the social media policy, and denied the second Facebook post. She admitted the first post, but observed that it was her own opinion. And she sort of elaborated on that when she was when she was asked about, well, what do you mean by our own kind of people? What she meant by that was our own kind of people who were born and bred in this country, regardless of whether they are pink, blue, or striped. You met any blue people in your puffs? <laughs> or striped people? <laughs> Is it zebra? zebras at Ashkirk? How strange. So she's trying to make the point there that um, she's looking out for her own kind. Mm-hmm. Um, that's who we need to look out for at the moment. It's not a racist attack on anybody. This is me saying we need to look after what we have before bringing anyone else into the country. So that was her justification. Okay, Miss Jallo decided to dismiss Miss Henderson. She was concerned the posts were discriminatory and could cause harm to the residential home. Yep. And after the P45, Miss Henderson <laughs> did appeal the decision. So she lodged an appeal. And in support of the appeal, she even lodged a letter from her son claiming that he made one of the posts um, on her Facebook page without her knowledge. He said, I was bloatered, drunk. I used to do this sometimes <laughs> for a laugh. Post stupid stuff on my ma's Facebook page. And that's what was lodged. However, the employer, they didn't accept that side, did they? They refused they to didn't. entertain that letter. They didn't. The employer refused to accept this letter because it was lodged after the deadline which they had set for the appeal, I think. Yeah, a very sort of rigid approach for an employer that's to take. That's isn't it? I mean, that's pretty mm-hmm. kind of harsh for an employer to take a decision unless you, you know, lodge it before the appeal deadline, then that can't be considered. Yeah, exactly. And the claimant's position had also changed at the appeal because, as you were saying earlier, initially she says... Yeah, I did the first post. That was just me expressing my opinion. But absolutely, 
categorically denied the second post now at the stage of the appeal she's actually trying to deny both posts Mm -hmm. so a little bit of a u-turn yeah totally um so she is dismissed appeals unsuccessful lodges a claim an employment tribunal claim for unfair dismissal so what do we think the headline should be for this set of circumstances jack connor what do you think (sighs) social media question mark Anti-social media? Question good, mark. One. Oh, good one, Jack. That's good. <laughs> social media question mark. Anti-social media. How about Facebook question mark? Face getting your books? Nice. <laughs> That's good. I like that one, so yeah. I was about something like kind of the word Alex Salmon. Fish book posts find employee guilty. G-I-L-L hyphen T-Y. Nice. Guilty. guilty. I like that. Not guilty. Yeah. Alex Salmon. Alex Salmon. In any case, um, what was the headline in this case, Jack? Well, care worker sacked over Facebook post saying there were no decent, honest Muslims wins unfair dismissal case, but gets no payout. That's rubbish. So there we go. We've let the cat out of the bag with the outcome already. That's rubbish, that headline, isn't it? Yeah. Yours I is think better, that was a as is mine. Daily Mail, Daily Record, maybe. <laughs> One of those high-quality broadsheets, anyway. Good stuff. Okay, what was discussed during the hearing then, Jack? So... Ms Henderson argued that the dismissal was unfair on a procedural basis because Ms Jallo heard both the investigation and the disciplinary stages. So, clear breach of the ACAS code, which requires, where practicable, different people should hear each stage of the process. Okay. There's also a challenge as to how the company had framed the allegations. Um, They merely referred to a breach of the respondents, the employer's social media policy. Whereas in the tribunal... They tried to make a lot of reputational damage that they may have suffered. Um, and this point hadn't been put to Miss Henderson to comment on before she was sacked. Yeah, that's quite. As you quite often see that the employers maybe totally. fall into that trap that they totally. don't they don't properly label the full detail of the allegation. Totally. And then it, it, it takes a different turn. Totally. Totally. Also, another thing that was put forward by the by Miss um, Henderson's lawyer. As part of the decision making, Miss Jallo, she did something else a little bit off, mm-hmm. a little bit off the wall, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. So that she decided, in in pursuit of the investigation, she decided to look for evidence of any work that Miss Henderson had done with the ethnic minority community, and she investigated that, and she could find no evidence of any activities or any work that Miss Henderson did work with minorities. So she basically made a conclusion that. The claimant, Miss Henderson, had failed to engage with ethnic minorities, which <laughs> I mean, is a total... Why, why is that relevant, do you think, to this I know, case? I mean, the ACAS code says you're meant to stick to the facts of the case. And yeah. she's, I mean, she's gone on a bit of a frolic there, to my mind. And she went on a bit off piece, didn't she? Totally. In any case, yeah. um, it was also ar- argued for Miss Henderson that a dismissal breached her Article 8 and Article 10 rights, um, namely the right to privacy and freedom of expression. Mm. Okay, so we all know the BHS against virtual test. Three-part um, test site. Genuine belief based on reasonable grounds and as much investigation as was necessary. So, genuine belief, what do you think? They got a green tick on this occasion. The tribunal found the employer did have a genuine belief. Okay, so employer successful with the first tick. Second tick, belief based on reasonable grounds. Again, that was given a tick because of the social media policy and the fact that the 
Facebook posts did exist. Okay. And the third check, as much investigation as it was necessary. What was that found to have, Jack? And, and again, they, they got over that hurdle as well. The tribunal found that there was a reasonable investigation. So in one view, it going toward, it's going towards a fair dismissal. That was my first thoughts when I read the judgment. However? However, the tribunal accepted that the first three stages of the Birchall test were met, but then the overall final part of the test was the decision to dismiss within the range of reasonable responses. Mm -hmm. That's where they got a red, a big fat fail. The <laughs> okay. tribunal decided that it was unfair because a reasonable employer would have given Ms. Henderson a chance to comment on the investigation about yep. her so-called failure to engage with the ethnic minority community in her work. Yes. Um, they also criticised the, kind of the employer's overly rigid approach to the letter of the law um, and the letter from Miss Henderson's son. Mm -hmm. um, I remember this talk about the fact that she lodged Miss Henderson's son's letter and they said, too late, mm -hmm. too late, you're too late to lodge that, which was pretty unfair. It's a fairly convenient, opportunistic way of having not to engage with something. Totally. So dismissal is found to have been unfair. But again, the sting in the tail... The fork in the road. A fairly major sting in the tail on this occasion. Mm -hmm. What was it then, Jack? So is it basically the tribunal found that these two factors, the two sole factors that resulted in the dismissal being unfair, didn't really make a big difference to the overall picture. They wouldn't have, mm -hmm. you know, so for example, if they did allow Miss um, Henderson to comment on these points, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have mattered because it wasn't the main reason why she was dismissed. They were kind of ancillary points. Yes. And the judge relied on that old case, that famous case of Polky. Yes. Polky, Polky, Polky. Reduced compensation. Boom. Hundred percent, which meant you're getting nothing. Miss which Anderson. is pretty brutal, isn't it, Jack? Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it's very strange to find actually dismissal is unfair, but compensation reduced to zero on mm -hmm. the basis of the Polky deduction. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it was, I mean, it didn't make any difference because you can't reduce something from zero. You can't reduce it anymore. But negative numbers. Negative numbers. You have to pay them. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay them. There was a further 100% reduction because it was found that these Facebook posts made by Ms. Henderson were culpable and blameworthy conduct on yes. her part. Yes, yes, and yes. And they contributed wholly to her dismissal. So like, poor, quite interesting. Yeah, poor Ms. Henderson, I think. It's, on one view, it's a hard one to get one's head around because totally. the conduct which she was guilty of happened before the employment relationship existed. I'm going to go and find the um, Twitter you had before you started the blackout <laughs> and show them. Look at this, Dig Johnson Clark, look at this. <laughs> Jack was guilty of... I mean, that, the worst one is that picture, Jack, of you. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, that uh, picture don't, when don't, I had that, a big don't. salmon in my hand. <laughs> yeah, big 20 pounder that, that I caught out the river that, that one Jack in any case okay so what are our three takeaway tips Jack tip, tip number one tip one a fairly basic uh, tip from this case have in place a good robust social media policy and if you're an employer communicate that to your staff um, the fact that the employer in this case had a, a fairly well drafted and robust policy was a big factor in the in the, um, their success of defending the claim. Okay. Tip two, in matters of discipline, call a spade a spade. Good advice, Jack. Make sure that the employers frame, frame the allegations fully and correctly. Don't 
squatting on arms and legs and left to dismissal there that haven't been put to the employee. So again, the advice is call a spade a spade. Third tip, Si. <laughs> Come on, then. third tip. Employers should be reasonable when it comes to the timescales which they set and not a adopt a strict rigid approach to these Mm -hmm. so again if evidence comes to the table at an appeal hearing take it in account don't don't try and sweep it away and say nope sorry you're too late we don't want to have anything to do with this good right well that concludes episode eight of season six is that the end of season jack well, ordinarily it would be because yeah. we, we tend to break for lunch at, after eight <laughs> episodes. But I think on this occasion we could maybe stretch it to ten, Si. What do you think? What? Two more? I've been doing a bit of research and I think that there are a couple of other cases out in the ether okay. that might be interesting to cover. Okay, so snappy headlines then. Hopefully. You're promising. I'm going to promise some snappy headlines. No more jokes about crisps though. Do you want to tell the Pearson story? No. Out of time, out of time. Right? Cheers Cheers and cheerio. cheerio.